Al Horford locked up for two more years. Robert Williams getting very, very close to coming back. We'll talk about the impact of both of those things. Plus, the one thing the Celtics did the whole game that they might not do on Friday night against the Miami Heat. It's all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. And I am here for you every day with a free, fresh podcast dropped directly to your device if you are subscribed. So make sure you are subscribed wherever you get your podcast. You can even watch a show on YouTube. I would love it if you watch a show on YouTube. Closing in on 9,000 subscribers now. I ask for people to subscribe on YouTube, mostly to throw it in the face of the Lockdown Lakers, folks. Uh, I want to continue to do that. I'm not done doing that. Like I said, I want to extend my lead. I don't want, I'm not satisfied with the lead. I want to step on a throat. So let's get it past 9,000. Let's get it up to 10,000. I do appreciate everyone who has subscribed very, very much. I'm John Corrales, cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. I used to play professional basketball. I've also written a book called the Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars. Just mailed out a bunch of those. People have been ordering, ordering them through johncorrales.com. So really appreciate that as well. If you want to do that, 30 bucks, I can get a few more of these out on time for the holidays. All right, let's uh let's talk a little bit of basketball. Later on, we'll talk about Miami and the coach of the month and the and the player of the month. Congratulations to the Joe Mazzulla and, and uh Jason Tatum. Second second segment, I promised yesterday that we were going to talk about uh Robert Williams and his impending return. But let me bring in Tom underscore NBA to talk hey, about Al Horford. I, I did want to say before we get into it, um, just a bit on the YouTube thing, um, yeah, pe- people should remember that the Celtics and the Lakers are tied at 17 banners apiece right now. So right. if, if I mean, like, if the Celtics win one, that's great, right? But then if they they're gonna need to win another one because you got to pad your lead, and I think the same thing lead. the same thing could be said of the YouTubes. You know, you gotta absolutely like what See, are you gonna be are you gonna be happy uh, being up 18 to 17? I don't think so. No. You're gonna want it. You're gonna no. want more. No, that's right. That's right. Yeah. What have we criticized the Celtics for over and over and over again? You get a big lead, and then you get complacent, and then you piss it They're away. They're coach doing bad. No, not that. Never mind. Yeah, no, not, not that one. Next page in the script. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so let's take it again. Three, two. Tom, what have we been complaining about with this team for so so long? Ennis Cantor. All right. Let's see. All right. We got to, all right. Um, you know what? Scrap it. I'll cut Dennis it. Dennis Schroeder. That was it. It was Dennis Schroeder. That was it's Dennis you No, know, now you've got me. All right. Where are my notes? Schroeder, Cantor. Um, what are we talking about again? Uh, Al Horford. Al Horford. Yeah. Al Horford yeah. signed a two year, $20 million extension by Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Woo. <Damn> uh, <laughs> Al Horford, two years, $20 million. Uh, best best way to put it, good for both sides. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah. Next segment. No, I mean, next segment. No, I mean, I think, like, like you look at that deal, and I so I, I went on spot rack today, and um, Horford, 
after this deal will have made 285 million dollars in his career <laughs> which like cheers to al horford man that dude i mean look that dude kept himself in shape he did all yep. the right things he never tried to be anything that he wasn't as a even when he was a star he never tried to do anything that never tried to be anything that he wasn't and as a result he is going to retire from basketball an unfathomably rich man and uh mm-hmm. Shout out to him for for that. I'm sure That's he is. Uh, not for. I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has invested every cent of that extremely wisely. I'm sure. I'm sure he has. And not to mention all that chocolate milk money. I mean, oh he's getting a ton. I mean, that the chocolate milk money is alone. Just give me the chocolate milk money. I'd be happy with that. I mean, we all uh, want to be in bed with the chocolate milk mafia. We understand that. But obviously. the. But obviously. I mean, look on the other end too. Like this is a great deal for the Celtics. This like kind of keeps him around for for a while. Very affordable, less than what I um, believe B-Rob pointed out, less than what the um, non-taxpayer mid-level exception would be. Like, this is is going to – it's going to keep him in Boston probably through the end of his career. Really good all around. Yeah. Now, um, I will say that I'm also in bed with the BetOnline money. So today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline, which has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. It's not chocolate milk money, but it'll have to do for me. It's uh, it's a great deal. Um, it's and I think I want to point out a couple of things for people who've been asking questions on Twitter and, and elsewhere. This doesn't impact the Celtics really in any way other than whatever their tax bill is going to be. Uh, but even that, it's like not that big of a deal. It doesn't change how much money they have to spend. It doesn't change how much money they can give Grant Williams. It doesn't change any of that stuff. This is just money that they had. I'm not going to get into the crazy minutia of the CBA. This, this is just money that they could pay Al Horford. So it keeps Al Horford in town for two more years after this one, which is great. You want a veteran guy. And I think what we're seeing this season is like even more of a transition into the next phase of the final phase of his career. Because I've never heard Al Horford say the phrase shoot or shoot but after he went over seven and i was like so what's going or, or after he he had a perfect night after going over seven he said shoot or shoot and i'm like you're, you're not a shooter but he is <laughs> is yeah a shooter um in fact i'm gonna call this up real quick because i was i've been kind of like keeping an eye on al horford's two pointers versus three pointers and this year let's see he has taken 83 pointers and 57 two pointers yeah. He's never, he's never, ever, ever had more threes than twos. In fact, you go back to his Atlanta days. I looked this up the other day. Uh, he once had 1,054 two-pointers in six three-point attempts. He has slowly, and this is to his credit, he has evolved. As the game has evolved, next thing you know, in 2014-15, he takes 36 three-pointers. The following year, 256 He's like, okay, sure, you need me to shoot threes? No problem. And now we're seeing him get to that next phase. And more threes than twos. He's more of a spot-up guy for this this Celtics team. He doesn't need to be a back-to-the-basket guy. He can be if you need him to be every once in a while. But his role has changed. And if that's how he just evolves and is a guy that can play some good defense in fewer and fewer minutes and maybe come off the bench in the next couple years, I think – this is look, ten million dollars, like you said, less than the mid level, the, the less than the full mid level. This is essentially ring chasing by staying home. Exactly, and you know it's 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 the best for for both worlds. I, I will throw this back at you. This really makes me appreciate 
the Robert Williams contract oh. because I mean, they're making close to the same money and this is such a bargain for like Rob's making 10 million this year and he'll make 11 and change next year where, where Al is going to make 10. And I know the injuries have been baked into uh, Rob's contract, but still this is, if you negotiated Rob's contract this past summer, he wouldn't have been making 10, $11 million. That's for damn sure. So this this deal really makes me appreciate that that Rob deal. Yeah, and I mean the the Rob injuries were baked into both sides of those negotiations, right? Like they were baked in on the Celtic side because they were like, ah, it's 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 not going to be a max, man. You know, it's it's certainly yeah, not going to yeah, be yeah. based on your potential. But on Rob's side too, it was baked in on like, okay, look, like let me lock in life changing money, and then yeah. I'll you know I'll try to get healthy, and then I'll try to get healthy consistently, and then make you know, Al Horford money on, on the back. end, <laughs> um, You know, and I think it was, it was funny. It was funny when you were going through that laundry list of, of the ways that Horford has, has changed himself. I was doing a bunch of like looking up a bunch of numbers today too. And so I believe it was the first eight years of his career. He made 21 total threes. Um, yeah. Like, which is hilarious because he's um, I, what did you say? He's made like, like, 60 already 50 already this so far this season he's 80. 39 he's 39 of 80 this 39 season, of so. 80 that was the number so um and then the other thing yeah. that i thought was interesting was if, if you go back and look at the last few years so his, his last year in um in philly uh, on on synergy most of his possessions were post-ups his one his like loan season whatever little bit he did in oklahoma city most of his possessions were pick and roll as the roll man over the last two seasons in boston by far the most has been spot up and second has been transition. So he, I mean, like it's like really just kind of bang. He got to Boston and he just switched his game, became Mm -hmm. everything that he needed to be, became everything that he needed to do to extend his career. And to, you know, he, he told Steve Bulpett on, on heavy.com earlier this year that, um, that like Danny Ainge told him he could play until he was 40. And like, we're seeing him take the steps that he needs to do to, to get right up to that point. So yeah, I mean, credit to Al Horford, man. He's like, this isn't just keeping a veteran presence around. Like this is keeping a guy who's going to help your team and who has, like we were talking about on the last episode, really optimized himself for this roster. Yep. Yep. It's great. It's great to have a 36 year old guy in that locker room, looking like Al Horford looks like playing like Al Horford looks like all these young dudes are like, how how do you keep doing it? And he's like, yeah, lay off the the Chick Fil A or lay off the you know the other stuff. You know, going to the Minnesota conversation. You know, like that's it, it's it is a great example, um, and it is a great example. I think he has helped Robert Williams significantly. Robert Williams talks about it all the time. All the time, all he won't shut up about it. Will not shut up about how much Al Horford has helped him. This is the next two years of Al Horford, kind of. That's a nice kind of easy runway to say, okay, I'm going to retire and hopefully with a ring or two and educate and, and just give Rob that little extra something. I think, I think Rob understands now taking care of his body and all of that stuff, which leads me to Robert Williams is back on the floor. And we're going to talk about that next. First, today's show is brought to you by betonline.net, your number one source for all of your betting needs in fact they just came out with uh new odds for um new championship odds and the celtics are at the top i forget where they were but where they are now is a 
plus uh, plus 400. Uh, number one by far, Milwaukee Bucks plus 550, Golden State plus 750, Phoenix plus 800. So the Celtics way in front as far as title odds, four to one to win the championship. You can find all that stuff at Bet Online, plus the latest odds, trends, and for every professional or amateur league out there, from football to basketball, obviously soccer, esports, it's all there at Bet Online. And since you do love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. It's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. So head on over to the website. You can use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online is where the game starts. Please gamble responsibly. Thanks for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Make Lockdown Sports Today your second listen. All the big stories from across the sports world featuring the Lockdown local experts, the local hosts, so you get an insight like nowhere else. Check it out. Wherever you found this podcast, you can also find it on YouTube. Tom underscore NBA. Back to talk about Robert Williams, who was out there on Wednesday morning, shoot around, playing against, playing five on five against coaches and Noah Vonley, who might as well be a coach at this point. Um, and getting, you know, getting some up and down, getting some, getting some reps, blocking some shots, making some passes, all of that stuff. He's, you know, on pace to return some point. We're now in December. He'll be back, barring any sort of setback. He'll be back this month and maybe soon. So, first of all, Tom, how, how do you think his return is actually going to impact this team? Obviously, we talk about defense, offense. One of the questions I keep getting is, is there going to be a hiccup when he comes back? Like, what do you think his return is going to look like? And, and how soon do you think? Yeah, I think, honestly, I do think there's going to be a bit of a hiccup. Partly, and it's, you know, it's it's a good, it's it'll be a good hiccup in the long term because Rob Williams is a, is a really good player and you, you have to get that guy integrated. But this team has just been, it's just been buzzing at, su- it's just been moving at such an unbelievable pace. The offense is so perfect. Like, they're just like, they're so good. And I I just anything that you put in there that's a little bit different, I think will take some time and some adjustment, you know, like like Rob doesn't shoot threes. This team, like so many of their lineups are just full of guys who shoot threes, who shoot threes, who shoot threes. And I just think that's going to be a little different. Right. Like like you put, you know, that that starting group um, with Derek White and Al Horford is beating teams by 13 points per 100 possessions. And like, that's really good for a starting group. It's, it's like, you know, kind of mid on this Celtics team, but it's, you know, it's really good uh, for, for a starting group and like Rob coming in, it's going to be different, right? Derek white shoots threes. Al Horford shoots threes. When Rob comes in, that's, that's just going to be a, a completely different look. Now I, I do think that it adds a lot and, and down the line as Rob gets integrated, I mean, look, the floor is going to be so spaced for him whenever he runs those quick pick and rolls with smart, I mean, there's like it's just going to be. I th- I think down the line, there's a real chance that he, you know, he's he's getting four or five lob dunks a game. But mm-hmm. you know, in the interim, I do think that there's a very good chance that this this takes some time because he is. A, I mean, because the other thing, you're not integrating a bench player here. You're integrating the guy who's supposed to be your starting center. That's a big yeah. role. It is, and um, it's going to take a bit. I think of. I think the communication and some of the terminology and some of the like some of the, some of the things are a little different. Some of the things that you're trying to do is a little bit different. Some of the actions are a little bit different. You can sit there and watch them, but you have to actually do them to to uh, get the timing down perfect. So, 
I do think there's going to be a possession here or there where it's the ball might fly out of bounds or you might turn the ball over or um, it's going to bounce off somebody's hands and it, the timing's just going to be off. And you'll see that like pointing like, oh, I, you know, you're supposed to blah, 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 and all of that stuff that you normally see in October. So, okay, that's fine. I, I think they still start double big. Yeah. I think you still start him and Al. Mainly, I think, because, well, that's the lineup that got you to the finals, right? That's the lineup that did all the damage last year. Yep. We've seen how good it can be. So if you're still going with smart Tatum, Brown, and Al, and you've got all those, still got plenty of shooting, like you're not going to leave any of those guys. We've seen how people are closing out on Al Horford now because the the word is out. Al, Al is hitting at about 50% right now. So leave them at your own peril. Uh, you want to dare him to shoot? Sure. Why not? <laughs> the Celtics invite you to dare him to shoot. So he'll still have plenty of space, and that will put pressure on defenses. You, you got to figure something out. And the beauty of Rob is you catch it in the short roll, he turn and whips out to the corner, and if you collapse on him, all right, no problem. Those guys in the corner are still going to get, like, passes right in their shooting pockets boom so i still go with the double bigs and see how it works the beauty of this is tom i'm sorry the beauty of this is it's it's only december and right you know you can the celtics have given themselves such a cushion that if if you if you biff a couple of games here and there because you've been trying something and the lineup didn't quite work. You're like, oh, God, we wish we didn't lose that. But you're 18 and four. And you drop a couple here or there because you're you're really set on a certain lineup. I think you can live with that now. So it's only December. So try it. If it doesn't work, last point on this rambling point here, this is a team of professionals. If somebody needs to go to the bench, I don't think anybody is going to take that and say, oh, but no, I'm a starter. I shouldn't be like, no. I think everybody on this team is going to say, all right, if I need to go to the bench, I get it. I get it. Whatever's best for the team, we're trying, we're it's bigger than me. Because we all know it's not Tatum or Brown, so they don't have right. to worry about it. So it's- right. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm curious who you're, who you're thinking of here. Like, are you thinking of Al? Are you thinking of Rob? I mean, it, like, could who- it could be Al. Cause, it cause could I, be Al. The, the one guy who I think could probably wouldn't be a candidate for this, but who might be like real upset about it is smart. Like, I, I don't think you could get away with that with smart. I think he, I think, you know, I think he's, he's worked so hard to be the starting point guard. I don't think he would like being, being put on the bench. Yeah. That, uh... Okay. Yeah. I just, I never thought that his, his spot would be in jeopardy. Okay. So, all right. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. No, I think, and I think, look, you're right. If, if for some reason they said, Hey, smarty, you got to sit down, um, come off the bench for us. He'd, he'd be pissed. But he'd do it because he knows that this is his chance to win a championship. But he'd be pissed. Um, he, would, yeah. he, he would be pissed. But I also don't think that's that's necessary. I was thinking like Derek White or Al Horford. Right, right. Okay. Um, or yeah. Grant or whatever. Like I was thinking those those guys. Because I still think in Sharpie, it's smart Jalen Jason. And then Rob, I think, hey, look, if Rob needs to come off the bench, if they say, we're going to bring Rob off the bench to start because we want him to play a certain amount of minutes with a certain group or whatever. And it just works. Then maybe Rob says, Hey man, whatever. If, if this is what you need me to do, this is what you need me to do. He's under contract. 
He's right. you know starting a four year deal. He's he, his money is his money. Like he's it doesn't matter. Um, and he's like a super cool dude anyway. He's got that kind of like calm southern like yeah man whatever you need. <laughs> we're yeah, gonna yeah. win. We're gonna win a championship. Me doing this? Sure. Then good. I'll do it. So, but yeah. I, I I think you start double big, and you just adjust from there. I agree. I mean, look. This, like you said it, this was the starting lineup. This was the best starting lineup in the NBA last year. Like, this was the group that, you know, really, I mean, especially in the second half of the season, they just, like, really helped turn things around. On the offensive end, they were just disgusting. Like, they, they were so good last year. And I think, you know, I mean, having Rob back is obviously going to really help the defense. So, yeah, I don't, I, I mean, I, I agree with most most of what you said besides, you know, uh, my, my, uh, devil's advocate that i don't think smart would uh, be super most of what it. i said that's most? what i'm saying that's what i'm saying the smart thing i didn't agree with you but now we're cool um no i i, I do think uh i, I think go, going double bigs is is it, it's the most logical thing to do it's it's um i think it's almost like you run the risk if rob comes off the bench and is really good with that group it's almost like you run the risk of that group being a little too good um or in vice versa if, if you're going to bring Rob in, you might as well start him with the starters and just start building that chemistry right away. Right. Yeah. Like, like yeah. sure. Of course you might want to see him with, with some group, but like if the ultimate goal is to get him in with the starters, just, just start him with them, cut his minutes in the middle of the game, give, you know, Derek white or Grant Williams, you know, more minutes in the middle of the game and, and, and go that route. Um, to me, it's just like, just run it out there. Like, like start, you know, take, like you said, take a couple on the chin. If you have to take a couple on the chin, because like the the long term goal here is that you reintegrate Rob Williams into the starting lineup, and if it doesn't work this season, if if what you have is too good as it stands, like you said, you could bring him off the bench. He is in the first year of a contract, and and if you're Rob Williams, the other thing that you know is that Al Horford is getting older, and like yeah. if you if you absolutely have to wait till next year to start, fine, you know, like it's it's it's. It's coming. Like it's, your starting, yeah. your starting role is coming. I, 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 I love that we're actually like in earnest discussing this, this as a possibility. Like Robert Williams isn't going to start. Like, like Robert Williams isn't going right. to come back and immediately be like the starter and make this team's defense incredibly better and enhance the offense by being a lob threat that they don't have. And like they, they already are attacking the paint and, and crushing it and, and working the ball around. Like Rob's not going to come in and all of a sudden people are going to be like, Oh crap. What do we do now? <laughs> Tatum's already getting to the rim at will. And you're already sending two, three guys and he's scoring through those guys. Now he's going to be like, Oh great. You're all looking at me. I don't have to take this hit. Watch all of these assists that I'm going to start racking up. And then pe people are going to be like, Oh, well now we have to count for Rob and he's going to say, Oh great. I'm being single, single covered. I'm just going to go straight to the rim again. And the entire defense just cries and cries and cries. Like that's, that's the way this is actually going to go. As long as he stays healthy and gets back into it. The only hiccup is going to be his wind. Like he's going to come in. He's going to be gassed after two minutes in the first stint and he'll be, you know, he'll figure it out. But really the, really the ultimate question is going to be where does it, what happens with Al and do you go, Grant and Rob, do you go Al and Rob? Does how, how does that work? What works best defensively? Does do you take a little bit of a hit offensively and say, hey, we're gonna we're instead of being 
the best offense since, you know, in measured basketball history. And we're going to take it back to just being the best offense in the past five years. <laughs> and okay, sure. Um, then you take that hit, whatever it is, even if your offense drops, let's just say the offense drops the second or third or fourth and the defense pops up to second or third or fourth since Rob comes back. Congratulations. You're a championship level team. So right. I, th- I I think it's just a matter of which tweaks are going to happen. And then getting guys together on the bench and you say, okay, now our bench includes Derek white. <laughs> it's Brogdon and white. You, you throw out a, a second unit. Like you can start in the second, the top of the second quarter, Brogdon white Tatum, uh, I don't know, Hauser and Horford, you know, or Rob, you know, he can put Rob out there depending on the, the substitution pattern. I mean, what? Give Luke That's some minutes. Different. Give Luke some minutes. What are we doing here? Luke some minutes, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think, I think this is a great problem to have. Um, let's, uh, let's wrap up the show by uh, talking about the coach and player of the month, Jason Tatum. And Joe Missoula, congratulations to those guys. Jason Tatum coming off of just a monster game against the Miami Heat. Joe Missoula, um, clearly inspired by the royal family to uh, <laughs> coach coach a great game. Hey, man, uh, I, th- I think he might have been, right? Like, Joseph, Mary, Jesus. I, th- I think he's, you know, inspired I think by he's them. Con- I think he's very inspired by that royal family on a daily yeah. basis. I think that's pretty obvious. Uh, so congrats to those guys. The, the Miami game, super interesting, especially in light that they're going to be playing again Friday night. And I don't know if they're going to have Jimmy real quick, Butler. Real quick, have- can we talk about how weird this schedule is? Two Miami games in a row, followed by a yeah. six-game road trip that includes Atlantic Division opponents and Western Conference opponents. Mm. Like, I just oh, yeah. like, 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 it. It's just weird. I've never seen a road trip like this, and I've and I've and it's you. You so rarely see like, like it's like home and home, right? Not just like yeah, two straight games in Boston. Like this is the, weird. What a weird here, stretch. It's weird because the Celtics' next four, the, the the Celtics' four home games, the last one and the next three are against two teams. They yeah. play Miami, Miami. They go on a road trip. They come back and play Orlando, Orlando. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of wild. They, I mean, I, I like the the baseball series kind of like two teams, you know, two two games against the same team. I like that a little bit. It is sure. weird to go Brooklyn, Toronto, Phoenix, Golden State, and then back to back in L.A. Like that's 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 a weird trick. Normally, you just go out west right. and you say, okay, we're you normally would go to Denver or Minnesota. Right. You know, your west road trips are they're they're four or five games. And and you just right. you go out there and you just go west. You never go to to to, to Brooklyn first. Like what are we they doing? Start, I mean, they really are literally going coast to coast in this <laughs> yeah, one. True. Brooklyn true. up to Toronto, you know, down to yeah. Phoenix, then then a three game California That's swing. That's the other it's one. Going weird. <laughs> going Toronto to Phoenix. Like what are we doing? Toronto just... to you know, Toronto to Phoenix. And then up to Golden State, and then down to L.A. Like, all right, this, this is so haphazard. Yeah. Um, well, it, yeah. it reminds me. It reminds me of the COVID season, honestly, where they were just like mushing stuff together and trying to make it work. But it's like, no, you you had the whole eighty-two this time. That should yeah, have been yeah. so weird. But anyway, no, that was a, that it, was it, a is, weird it is weird. Yeah. I think NBA scheduling is going to be weird no matter what. 
But the second game against Miami, I haven't heard anything about uh, Jimmy Butler. I guess he's still up in the air. He's still day to day with the questionable. Week. Yeah, like he got upgraded today. Yeah, he got upgraded to questionable. So I guess so. What that means is he's going to go through a shoot around or go through warm ups, and and then we'll see. So yeah, um, so maybe he's back, and we'll see if what that means. There's so much in this game Friday that will absolutely have no similarity to this game on Wednesday because uh, I'm certain that uh, – what's his name? Uh, High uh, Hightower or whatever the frick his name is. Uh, <laughs> I totally forgot his name. Uh, is going to go off on uh, the, the way he did. I can't believe I just forgot this guy's name. That's how, like – he. He's had four he had four three-pointers coming into this game and he had what five in the game itself. It's insane. So the the level of shooting from the role players are it's not going to be the same from Miami. At the same time, you would expect if if Butler's there, maybe Jimmy or maybe Bam Adebayo has a better game like finishing. And I don't know that the Celtics had like you certainly can't expect 49 again from Tatum or maybe you can. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you can. <laughs> So I don't know. It's 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 interesting. The Celtics, I thought defensively, they really spent a lot of time in drop coverage against the pick and roll. They got they kind of got roasted by the pick and roll the whole game, um, and they needed their offense to put up 130 plus points to to overcome that. I, I'm curious to see what they're going to do to adjust. Maybe maybe Joe didn't change the coverage because he's like, we're going to play him again on Friday. I'll throw some new wrinkles at them on Friday. It could be. I mean, look, like the the interesting thing, one of the interesting things to me, you know, you, you mentioned he was coach of the like coach of the month. Like one of the things that people always talk about with Missoula when they talk about oh, like, oh, he was made the head coach of the Celtics, is that his scout of the heat in the Eastern Conference Finals was apparently just like legendary. Like he just put right, together right, this right. like unbelievable scout of the Miami Heat that then convinced Brad Stevens, like, you know, if our head coach ever has something happen to him, maybe we should make Joe Missoula. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Missoula has, you know, ha- has some stuff up his sleeve for it. Um, you know, one of the interesting things about like Tatum, like, yeah, you can't expect him to score 49 every night, but he is streaky. Like he is a streaky three point shooter. He's been a little yeah. bit down recently. He was eight for 12 on, uh, yeah. two days ago when you guys are listening to this, like, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe he scores 49 again. <laughs> um, hey, when you do that voice, can you have a puppet? Can you like buy a puppet? So when you do that voice, you have like the little puppet going. Because I like, I, th- I think that's a, I think like that's real- a great like Sesame Street Muppet type of voice that you do there. Yeah. Um. So, uh, well, you're gonna you're turning me into Oscar the Grouch here, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I I just think like like there's you know you, you talk about like the player and the coach of the month and like like you know just kind of this this series. I do think it's interesting how like, uh, you know. Like, yeah, those two, uh, like, I'll be curious to see how, how they react because Tatum does get on heaters sometimes, and Missoula mm-hmm. apparently has something, uh, really has something for the Heat, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I think I think there's going to be there's gonna be some some different. I think this game's going to look much, much different. By the way, Haywood Highsmith, so I just don't completely disrespect this young man who went out and, and just hit, you know, a ton of shots against the Celtics. So congratulations to Haywood Highsmith. I don't think about you. Fun thing about Haywood Highsmith is that the last, the last game before this, he played 23 minutes and scored zero points. So, yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah. So he was four of six 
and he had hit, let's see, two, four. He had, he's had five three-pointers in November, and then he had four in the one game. And then he was – yeah, he didn't hit one in October. So, yeah, he almost matched his entire uh, season in one game. To, so, quote Al, to quote Al Horford, shooters shoot. Shooters shoot. <laughs> shooters, they do indeed. And that's the thing, man. Miami's got a bunch of shooters. Those guys they get do. hot. They, yeah. they, when they, oh, you can't let them go, get going. That's, I said that. I wrote that in my preview on Boston Sports Journal. Like, don't let them – don't overreact to Bam out of bio. Bam's having a great like, – he was on a great stretch. Just don't let their shooters get hot because they can they can burn you, and that's what they did, man. They Those guys – but I just don't think that you're going to see the same level of shooting from Miami. Now – Everybody says that about the Celtics, but is Max Struess going to hit five of ten in a quarter again? Is you know is is Highsmith going to go four for six? Is Gabe Vincent going to get? Who knows? Who knows? I, I just think the Celtics need to be better about that three point line, get those guys off balance, and and figure something out with the pick and rolls. Like don't right. either switch. I, they didn't switch at all in this game. I think I think you're going to see like nothing but switches. You know, and they're just they'll just roll with, you know, a completely different like watch. It'll they'll just switch everything to an insane degree and and try to throw Miami off. Well, and if they do that, it's a really interesting strategy because what you're doing is you're not giving the Heat anything really to work with um, when the playoffs roll around because in the playoffs, presumably, you're not going to go switchless for an entire game and you're not going to go all switch everything for an entire game. Right. So if you go all switch everything for an entire game, you're basically just practicing like, Hey, what if we see these guys in the playoffs again? Uh, right. Right. Like, well, we're, you're, we're not going to show you how we're adjusting to anything. Like we're just, here's, here's right. an all switch game. Here's an all no switch game. And here's just 140 yeah. points. If you can outscore yeah. it, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look, that is kind of the beauty of this team in a sense for Joe Missoula. You can kind of count on one twenty. You can count on 120 a night. Yeah. Like that's their offensive rating is 120 per 120 something per 100 possessions. So on a night like this, well, you got you had eight, 83 shots and you turn the ball over what 18 times. So that's 100 possessions. You got your 100 possessions right there. So you can count on 120. Teams aren't going to. I mean, maybe this year's a little bit different, but teams aren't going to outscore 120 very often. Right. Although the, the the Heat put up 121 last night, so it was just asterisk galore here. I just think it's a luxury for Joe to say, all right, we, we can play the long game against a potential playoff opponent because I still feel good about how Tatum and Brown and these guys can score against this particular Miami Heat defense because they're, they're, not, they're not stopping this Celtics team. They're, just, they're not able to stop this Celtics team the way they move the ball. So defensively, you throw a few courts. You throw the, I mean, what the hell? Go, throw throw some zone out there. I'm waiting for the 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 zone game from the Celtics because you know that there's gonna there's got to be some zone. You can't have this much zone defense in the NBA and the Celtics not play any of it. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. That's a Friday podcast for everybody. Thank you, thank you, Tom, for uh, lending your grouchiness. You're welcome. <laughs> And now I've got my thumbnail for the, uh, the YouTube video. <laughs> so I want to thank everybody for listening, for watching Friday night at the garden. I'll do a post game podcast. I'll do post game Friday night. 
Hopefully after another win, that would be their sixth straight win and their 15th in 16 games. That would be just outrageously good. Uh, so I'll, I'll do a quick, quicker, quicker one for a Friday night. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks everybody for watching. If you are a subscriber, I would love it if you shared the podcast and uh, told your friends, told your family that they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast. We're here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.